Okay, hi, welcome. This is a new broadcast from, uh, well, the First Age. I am First Age, and I thought I would talk to you a little bit as an introduction to, as to what this uh, podcast is about. It's the first time I'm doing this kind of thing, and I just thought I'd put out there something about my reflections on and love of the tabletop role-playing game hobby, what I'm doing, and what's going on. So that's kind of what this podcast is about. It's me talking really sort of from my delight about the whole hobby. So it's going to be a fairly, I'd like to think it's going to be a fairly upbeat and positive kind of a podcast where I want to just talk about what's going on and what's good, really. So it's, I suppose it's what I'm enjoying right at the time of recording. The recording now, well, we're in July 2020. We are in COVID-19 lockdown. So there's plenty going on there. And it's interesting that the COVID situation has, without any doubt, affected the, the hobby as well, just as a side thing. It's hardly the most important thing that's going on, but it's what this podcast is about. So that's what I'm going to talk about. I'll be talking about the games that I'm playing, maybe the games that I'm prepping, maybe something about games, something about preparing for games. I run conventions online now, as you may, as you may imagine. So I'll be talking a little bit about conventions too. I may actually share points of wisdom that I will, you know, no doubtedly have gleaned from others. So I shall provide those with due credit, pieces of snippets of um, good ideas that I've picked up uh, out in the ether. And I'll be sharing with you them with you uh, on this podcast. I wouldn't be at all surprised if there were some reviews of games that I've either recently munched on, like you do, uh, or perhaps old old favourites, you know, that are you know, sitting on um, slightly bowed shelves. And I'll be talking about why they're good, why they're on my shelves, what I'm doing with them, whether they're an embarrassment or not, um, what I'd like to do with them, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, why not? Some reviews as well. I do plan to... Um, in addition to the gaming that I'm doing uh, with buddies right now, I'm sort of sort of thinking I might jump onto the sort of live streaming thing. So I'll be talking about that, everything from the tech to the experience to how I found it um, to what I think of others uh, and the sort of streams that I'm enjoying at the moment. There's quite a number. Um, so I'll be going through some of those and perhaps pointing out some, some that I'm really enjoying and, and perhaps why. So that's kind of it. So that's that is what my podcast is going to be about. First Age's reflections on gaming, I guess. And um, I've got a few principles. Yes, okay, that it'll be fairly upbeat. Um, but I guess one of the one of the most important ones for me is to keep it short. So my plan is for this is that the podcast will be sort of no more than perhaps half an hour, probably less, uh, fitting around any travelling that you might do. As I say, at time of recording, we're in lockdown. So perhaps that sort of midday walk when you're going to walk the estate or walk by estate, I don't necessarily mean this huge ancestral home, but, you know, I was thinking of a housing estate, but whatever, uh, a midday walk or something perhaps um, to quickly fall to sleep to at the end of the day or in the middle of the day, for that matter. Really, if you're so minded, that's kind of fine. So um, keep it short um, and keep it upbeat. And I hope you find it interesting. And we'll see how this podcast grows over time. Something about me, maybe. Um, and I guess my, if you like, tabletop credentials and where I'm coming from, just to see if it resonates with, with yourself. So for me, I've been 
at this tabletop role-playing game hobby for quite a while. I've been gaming for, it's going to be nearly 40 years. Um, it's, a, it's a hobby that clearly I love. It's one that I'm clearly going to be sticking with as well. And and so this is why I've got, done a podcast. I thought, well, I'd, I'd do something a little bit different. Now, I'm not necessarily bringing any great wisdom or anything that uh, is massively going to enlighten you. Um, age does not necessarily bring wisdom. And, you know, if this were, I guess if this were Traveller or something, I, I almost certainly have failed some ageing uh, throws. So treat anything here with, you know, throw away caution, I would suggest. But it's here and see what we come with. In terms of the gaming itself, well, I started with, this is back in 81, uh, AD&D first edition. My first character was a hobbit, uh, Will Ale Slurper. Yes, it was. Uh, a first level lawful good fighter, because I could sort of get behind that. Um, by sixth level, I think he had polymorphed and had some other things happen to him. I think he was a female gnome illusionist by that point. I don't, I don't know what sort of journey really that Hobbit went on really. Uh, I don't know if he identified fully as a female gnome, but that's what the character sheet said he was by that point. I think my, I think my alignment may still have been lawful good. I'm not sure. I don't think I fully played out the full, psychological ramifications of going from a lawful good hobbit male fighter to a something female gnome illusionist probably the subtle uh, nuances of character uh, and personality didn't fully get paid played out in first edition ad and and i poured over the three books the player's handbook the uh, dungeon master's guide and the monster manual and so on probably even the fiend folio um deities and demigods i seem to remember as well was another uh plus of course a lot of white dwarf but um i would say literally two weeks after starting play with first edition i switched to runequest um my buddy rick at the time he had a he had the first edition one that was the white cover one and suddenly i thought oh yeah game design <laughs> now i understand it that really works and I loved RuneQuest. Um, I think I could see the action in the mechanics. And I certainly couldn't do that in first edition. As much fun as we had with first edition. Um, the design was something you had to learn. And it was certainly a game. But I couldn't see the action through the mechanics. But with RuneQuest, I could. I don't know if you know what I mean. Um, basic role-playing, D100, simple percentages, easy to visualize parries, blocks, dodges, attacks, and really not many hit points at all, made the whole experience dangerous. Um, and I could visualize the flow of action. Uh, Glorantha itself, really enjoyed Glorantha. Um, certainly a very different experience to first edition D&D. Uh, &D. Um, but I love both. And that's probably a theme you'll get through in this podcast. I loved both. They both brought something, uh, and at times quite different things. But at the end of the day, they were great fun gaming experiences. And so, yeah, sure, I did the BRP thing. Um, I did the D&D &D thing. And I moved away from D&D &D after first edition. But I do come back. Um, 
played some Traveller, like everyone did. Those were, those were the main games at the time, I would say. RuneQuest, AD&D, or ver- various versions of D&D, I should say, uh, and Traveller. There were a lot. There were others. Uh, I even picked up Tecamel, um, and that's great as well. I'll talk, I'll talk more about Tecamel another time. But a series of great games. Um, when the 80s were in full flow, I did a lot of FGU. Maybe you did as well. Fantasy Games Unlimited. They produced some great games. Um, Chivalry and Sorcery. I went in on the Red Box, so second edition of CNS. A game where, you know, when you're prorating a character, creating, I don't know, a seventh level mage, by the end of it, you kind of feel like you're a mage. You know, you've you've um, created your focus, you've done your, you, you've reduced the sort of base magic resistance of all the different components, you've learnt the spells, um, you really are a wizard, you really are by then. Uh, a fantastic deep game that brought medievalism and a, a really rich sense of fantasy, actually. I loved it. CNS, really important. We played some others, Bushido, we went we went to the Far East and did some Japan. Um, Daredevils, I think we did a little bit of that. Flashing Blades, a fencing system. Felt a bit like RuneQuest, but a little bit more complicated with a few nu- uh, nuances. Um, Mark Pettigrew wrote that when he was, you know, I think three. I think, I, I'm not sure how he did it, but he wrote it and uh, great game. It brought a lot of joy. So I did a lot of FGU. Um, the 90s, did some Dream Pod 9. Did you do Heavy Gear? I sort of did in the sense that I bought it all. I didn't do a lot of gaming. I also come from a miniatures gaming background, so you might see a little bit of that. But um, I managed to run Heavy Gear later in the day at one of my conventions just because I felt I had to. I I bought all these books. They were fantastic. Terra Nova, brilliant, but I had played very little of it. I still love the silhouette system. I think it's got a lot going for it. I did manage to run some Tribe 8. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think which of the Canadian cities it's based in. Uh, it's not Vancouver, which is where I've been. Uh, I love Canada, um, but they really sort of trashed Canada because the whole world was trashed, basically. And uh, you played in this post-apocalyptic piece of strangeness, which was awesome. Played some of that. White Wolf. I, lo- I love Mage. Again, I didn't play a lot of it, but I, I love to read it and try to understand it. Um, I wasn't, I was never really into the goth. I was a bit new romantic at the time, you know, leg warmers and a little bit too much hair. But uh, Mage, yeah, really enjoyed that. And today, well, I have a large sort of shelf warping collection of all sorts of things. Um, Again, I like to think I'm sort of fairly broad spectrum uh, of games, Uh, just visualizing uh, my uh, collection that's currently sat upstairs. Simbaroom, all things Sweden, because let's face it, these days, for all of us, I think basically gaming and Sweden have come closely together. Um, Forbidden Lands, for example, Alien, so the whole Free League experience as well. Um, the One Ring, um, I go way back with Tolkien. I read The Hobbit when I was nine. I think that's what got me going. Uh, when I joined the Not Only Dungeons and Dragons Society in Sheffield, uh, the pitch was, do you like Tolkien? Yeah. Well, it's like Tolkien, but with some, but with, but with some game. All right, I'm in. And that's how I got in. So the One Ring, um, sort of Tolkien done well uh, in gaming sense. Shadows of Esteran, French, very French, very beautiful. Uh, and I, I love that game. 
AD&D first edition, um, yeah, I came full circle. I did a little bit of the uh, adventure gaming engine system, brought me into levels a little bit. Dragon Age, I played some of that. Um, 13th Age, I loved the sort of um, wave-like flow that the game plays where um, you're rolling a lot of dice and you're going up and down in your hit points. Um with cool abilities. So I played a little bit of 13th Age. That brought me back to D&D, I'd say. And then I fully rediscovered D&D with Pathfinder 2nd Edition. And I will talk a bit more about Pathfinder in, in future podcasts. Um, love that game. I am playing the hell out of uh, Pathfinder, um, uh, along with a whole range of other games. I play a lot of Fate. So I like um, maybe sort of slightly trendy, sort of that sort of indie, trendy, traditional feel of game that sort of blend that, that that fate brings probably fate condensed kind of person but listen it's all fate I'm, I'm playing some fate accelerated as well at the moment um uh, powered by the apocalypse i i love the um i love the uh, background feel for the whole and almost the ethos of the pbta powered by the apocalypse games so much so that i I set up a convention to actually play them in because I wasn't getting a lot of play out of them. I get a lot of play out of them now. Um, I, I, I love the um, the manifesto that comes with those games. I'll probably talk about that in the podcast as well. So you might get a little bit of PBTA as well. Um, Powered by the Apocalypse, right through to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Um, very traditional games. Um, I'm playing The games I'm playing right now are Pathfinder 2nd Edition, I'm running that. I'm running some Coriolis because it's it's beautiful, it's Middle Eastern, it's space opera, and it's it's Sweden. Um, it's brilliant. I'm playing Chin, Chin the Warring States. I've got a big love of China, uh, and this is a, a historical game set in, I don't know, it must be about 240 BC, at the time when there was the 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 area that we now call China was split amongst a number of warring states, uh, and the power of Qin, uh, one of the warring states, is in ascendancy. And the game is very much set during that sort of conflict and backdrop. Uh, we've had to completely, we've had to do some, I think, some hacks to the rules. I actually like where we've got to with that. A great game of Qin run, run by my old mucker and mate, uh, the governor. Um, and what else am I playing? I'm playing a Wuxia sort of fate accelerated game. Really, really nice Really nice design from my mate John. He really knows what he's doing with with uh, fate. Um, I'm probably playing another one, uh, and that's something I will come back to. Online gaming uh, during lockdown. What an explosion of games! Uh, we'll talk a lot about that as well. Um, so you'll find a wide. I'm going to say quite eclectic taste in games. Um, I'll be talking about loads of those, bringing some other people in. I hope. I've written a couple of games as well. I might talk a bit about those um, or indeed the writing and the experience of writing those. And as I, I mentioned, I organize conventions as well, focus very much on gameplay. So creating spaces where people can come together and enjoy this hobby. So there'll be some of that as well. Um, those things and I think uh, uh, more. Do feel free you know, to drop me a line as this series of podcasts uh, gets underway. Uh, especially if you can find me, um, you can leave a recorded message. I, I, I deliver these, um, well, I say deliver these, I'm having a go um, on uh, Anchor FM. So uh, I, I'm certainly somewhere on Anchor FM. Um, those of you who know First Age, 
Um, you can probably find me um, in a variety of places. I'll talk a bit more about where you can find me maybe later. That's if you can even find this podcast. Yeah, maybe I should have thought about this a bit more. All I thought, I mean, is the music too pretentious? I mean, it could be. It was free and it was brilliant. And I'll talk about the music as well, perhaps in a, a subsequent um, podcast. But, uh, you know, I thought, you know, start with a bang, you know, and well, end with a whimper possibly. But anyway, solo reflections, I think, to start with, probably solo reflections. But I hope to collaborate with others as we go bring in some other podcasters who I, I really enjoy. You know, I might do some interviews. Um, why not? Um, I'm, I'm very much inspired by other podcasts. So I want to talk about other podcasts that I enjoy and why I enjoy them. Um, so you'll get some of that as well. There you go. Um, I'm, I'm still within time, you know, 15, 16 minutes of me uh, blathering. But then, of course, the whole point of these things is that you blather a little bit. Tabletop role playing. We'll be talking a lot about it. Uh, I want to get your views too, uh, and I hope you enjoy it. And it's, you know, if, if nothing, as I say, it's soporific and it'll just gently ease you to sleep. You know, it, it's a service. And I think with that, you know, that's a wrap. Take care. I hope I find you well, uh, particularly at this crazy time of pandemic. I hope all you and your kin are good, that you're staying safe, uh, and that you're weathering this storm. And perhaps with this podcast, you know, we can weather it a little bit together. Take care. Talk soon.